I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 215. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is David. The Houston-based singer, rapper, and producer has had an incredible year releasing his viral single, Romantic Homicide, and signing to Darkroom Records, the label of Billie Eilish. In today's episode, we're speaking with David about music for video games, producing on his iPhone, and whether we'll see him in Australia anytime soon. Here we go. Our guest today is a producer, rapper, singer, and songwriter based in Houston, Texas. He originally started composing music to circumvent song copyrights when uploading Fortnite videos, but now has two of the most viral songs of the year and is signed to Darkroom Records, the label of Billie Eilish. Last week, he released the Here With Me video. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, David. Hello, sir. How are we? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, where are you joining us from this this fine, I'm going to say it's Thursday where you are. <laughs> yeah, it's still Thursday. It's uh, Houston. Houston. Hot Houston. I have heard a lot about Houston. The There's a lot of musical history, which I want to get to in a little bit, but I have heard that it is quite a hot place. That the weather there does tend to stay quite on the, the hot side. Yeah, it was an anomaly last year with the freeze, but usually it's this hot even through uh, winter, so... Well, hopefully it's somewhat bearable. I can see that you've got the fan on in the background, so hopefully you're staying cool. But once again, yeah, thank you for being on the podcast. Of course. <laughs> um, it's a very exciting time for yourself at the moment. Romantic Homicide is the single. It is out now and it is just going absolutely gangbusters, man. So firstly, congratulations. Thank you so much. No, of course. Are you... Um, and I'll, I want to get into the inception of the track and how it kind of came came to be. But first, are you s- surprised by the success of the single? I think I checked it uh, this morning, and I think it's currently sitting at 171 million streams at the moment. Yeah, uh, I was surprised. Yeah, I was most definitely surprised because I didn't even want to release the song at first, to be completely honest with you. That's why I made <laughs> Here With Me. I released Here With Me first. Um, but when I... I posted a snippet on TikTok, I was like, whoa, this could this could be something as well. This could have the same, if not more, of a reaction than here with me. So I put it out and 171 million is crazy. Yes, it's super grateful. Of course. Well, again, I don't think it's simply going to stay at that number. I think that this will be an ever 
ever updating figure <laughs> that you'll have to keep checking. Yeah. Um, your introduction to music, I'm I'm fascinated by this, and and I'm sure you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but that I think you started creating music due to the licensing of video games and not being able to post videos. I'm again, I might be getting it wrong, but <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you've composed this music due to a way to continue to have your videos stay online instead of being blocked or taken down for copyright issues. Right. Exactly. So I started making my own music to avoid the copyright strikes that I was getting royalty free as Which, they call it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, hopefully there's, there's some royalties coming into you now. Yeah. But <laughs> with, with that kind of, in mind, I guess, had you previously before that point been somewhat musical? Had you, uh, I guess, picked, like taken lessons or was it just something that was kind of a bit of a hobby, I guess, for yourself? Um, No, not, I wouldn't say a hobby. No, I definitely can't take lessons because I, I don't even think I had interest, but I was, uh, my parents put me in church choir very early and threw me a piano lessons, everything that a parent would do to an 11-year-old. So, yeah, I guess that kind of stuck with me. And it, it's like my connection to music was always there, but then making music brought a whole other side to it. So it's like enhanced now. So I do find it incredible, the story again, the fact that you, you've come to this kind of thing of, well, if I'm not able to use this, I'll create it myself and kind of forging your own path. Um, I had read somewhere that you basically had done it on on an iPhone, I think with the the headphone yeah. um, microphone and, and then the app. Yeah, that, that Thanks, very I'm one talking there. to you right now. The iPhone, this is a very iPhone <laughs> as well. So it's like, this is my studio. I'm talking to you off my studio. Uh, but this is what I love is that the fact that you were able to turn these pieces of technology originally designed for, I guess, for this purpose, but maybe not necessarily thought for this way, but you've turned it into your own studio that you're able to, use um and again correct me if i'm wrong use your sister's closet as a bit of a enclosed space to record vocals and then play it onto an app yeah and my parents think i just like chose the closet because i want to mess with my sister but she's the only one in the house with a walk-in closet so it's like i can't go (laughs) anywhere else to record so it's like the perfect space in there what do your parents kind of make of what's happened and and again you thought they thought sorry you were were mucking around in it in the sister's closet, it turns out, no, mum and dad, I've, there's 171 million streams on Spotify. Yeah, what do they make of everything? <laughs> um, they're still processing it. I remember they would constantly be over my shoulder when I'm in the closet, like, what is the doing here? And then I finally showed them my music, you know, like, <laughs> oh, so this is what's in the mind. This is what's on YouTube. This is what's on SoundCloud, et cetera. So it was like, it, it finally hit them uh, when I dropped Romantic Commissar. So yeah, they're very proud. Of course, I can imagine that they would be, and so they should be. Um, this single, as we mentioned, it is going gangbusters. Did you know at any point when you recorded it that you were onto something special? I guess was there something that stood out to the track, stood out from the track? Sorry, for you that kind of had that magic in it. Um, not really, to be honest. Um, I really I posted on Twitter after the snippet had uh, gained some traction on TikTok that it might be something, but initially after I recorded it. It was in the files for about six days before I even posted a snippet of it. So I didn't, it wasn't one of those things where it's like, oh, I got something here. It was like, it's another song that I just make throughout <laughs> the week. I make a bunch of songs throughout the week. It was just another one of those. So 
do you remember when it started blowing up? Was there any, was there an indication at any point? Was there any indication? There was, I wasn't the, it wasn't the numbers. I'm not a number, number jipping person, but when I saw TikTokers that I followed with check marks uh, commenting on the video, that's, I was like, okay, because they have a very specific <laughs> music taste. Everybody has their specific niche that they like. And if they are resonating with this, then I, I might be onto something. So it was those uh, influencers that were commenting. Look, I, I, I can appreciate that everyone does have an opinion on an influencer and whether good or bad, I think, you know, when you do strike well with them that you've kind of got something special. So um, it is a brilliant track, as I said. I'm curious why, how do I word this? For, for some people, especially with video game music, I know that there is, and I think it's only been in the last five or 10 years that maybe people have really appreciated the art of video game music and scoring video games. Um, I'm curious why you decided to go down the route of like original music with lyrics, with um, with everything like that, in, opposed to maybe not necessarily like the Zelda theme or the Super Mario theme, but you know what I mean? Like more of a typical video game kind of the soundtracks. Right. So it was like a combination of things. First, it was like, I had no idea that there was a community for lo-fi and uh, royalty free that I could just use. In the videos. <laughs> Cause it was, it was one, it was like an ignorance thing. And then second, it was my mom. She's the one that told me, well, if you don't get, if you're not getting your revenue, then you should just make some of yourself. It's like that, that DIY mentality. And uh, <laughs> three is you have to take into account like how the shots mix, like match up with the beat drops. And like most of that stuff comes into play with how watchable the video is. So if I threw some random song on there that didn't really match the gameplay, it would have been so random. So I had to cater to the Fortnite community as itself. Um, so and then I released You and I, which is the first song I put in the montage. And it was like, that was the perfect song I never put in the montage. It is a, um, I know you said You and I said He With Me as well, because we do have a few other songs. We're not just talking about Romantic Homicide. Now that these tracks have gained traction and seem to be like doing quite well, what are the thoughts towards putting a like fuller length body of work out? Are you working towards an EP? Can we expect more tracks sometime in the future? Of course, of course. I'm making so many songs every day. It'd be, it'd be treacherous for me not to release any. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Has the um, has the creation process kind of changed you in any way? Are you still using the phone? Have we upgraded to a MacBook or a computer of some kind? Still on the phone, most definitely. I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Maybe getting maybe starting to use FL Studios and things like that. <laughs> um, but the creative process in itself has been so weird when you have to make something cohesive. I'm like, I'm genreless. I make whatever I feel. I may start something and never finish it tomorrow because I, a new genre like sparks in my head and I just want to go for that. But then to sit down and think about a story and think about how to execute lyrics and how to make everything feel complete and not like random songs, like not, not a mixtape, right? So or not a compilation like the Fortnite stuff. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's been weird <laughs> trying to figure out how to piece things together in a way that feels complete and cohesive. But it, I love the process though. It's like finding a new part of music that I didn't uh, previously know I could. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Execute, so. I love that. I'd, I'm curious, with, with these tracks, is there, and I know it's obviously going to be different for every kind of track, it, the, um, what is it, the... It's never the same kind of equation. It differs track to track, but for you, are you someone who comes up with a melody first? Do you lyrics first? Is it something that you might hear in your head that you have to write down? When that stuff happens, it's really weird because, as you know, or if you don't know, that I'm a, I'm a poetry writer, like a spoken word writer. Um, and sometimes, or if not 99% of the time, that stuff never translates into music because of the words that I use in the grammar and the old English. And um, so... It depends on where I'm making the music. So if I'm, in my sister, if I'm in my sister's closet and I'm finding beats or getting sent beats first, the instrumental will basically tell me what needs to be said. But let's say I decide to go to a studio and I'm making the beat and I'm constructing with somebody as a collaborative effort, then I definitely try to do something beforehand so I can really personalize the instrumental. Because right now everything is like, this is set, figure out what to do on it. But now it's like, if I went to a studio and, and collaborated, it'd be... Um, making something iconic that no one else has heard before because if it's like a youtube track that already has two thousand views i use the beat people already heard it trying to come with something new and fresh that's the route i'm trying to go for sure 100 percent. is there are you open to co- collaboration do you think that you're you work well with collaborators uh, it's a it's different it's because i've been to the studio three times total so a lot of my stuff is band lab and I have two or three from an actual studio and it's weird communicating with an engineer and being like, play it back or, you know, <laughs> turn, me, turn me up, turn the headphones <laughs> up. Um, but once I get used to that process and like start connecting with people, it should be natural and smooth for sure. 100%. I would love to um, ask if I may, David, as we've discussed, Houston is a... Um, it's a very hot city, but it is also a very musically rich city. Uh, I think having a look at some of the names that have come from there, there was CC Top, there was Beyonce, there was um, uh, Kenny Rogers, Megan The Stallion, which I feel like you've got a varied kind of cross-section of genres that come from there. Um, do you remember your first introduction to music and when you kind of first found you any form of interest in it? Yes. Since I was, it was strictly gospel in my household until I was about 13. And I finally discovered like other music from some, I think it was, a, it was some kid's backpack speaker in middle school. Um, and he was playing, I think he was playing Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. And after that, I instantly downloaded <laughs> SoundCloud and I found X. I found Tentacion, And it was like Skittles to M&Ms, same cover, different inside, right? And it was like, what is this? And and how can somebody be so versatile? Because everything was like beforehand with the gospel. It's like you have to know how to sing to make a song. It's like that. That's the basis of all music is your voice. But then it's like there's guitars involved and there's instruments involved and there's there's filters and presets and vocal modulators and and everything. So it was like opening up a whole new world. And I and I um 
really sparked something. Maybe I maybe I should try it, but it didn't really sit with me until the need to to not get copyright strikes. And that was only last year. So <laughs> I could have been making music since then, but I decided not to because I'm not a procrastinator. So <laughs> Do you ever revisit? I know before you mentioned that sometimes you'll move on from idea to idea to idea. Is there a an archive of ideas? Are you someone who goes back to revisit different ideas at different points to see maybe I was onto something or maybe I was right to leave that behind? Yes, there's two. There's one on SoundCloud and there's one on BandLab. My band, my BandLab mm. archive. <laughs> I was streaming the other day. My BandLab archive has two thousand four hundred songs in it, and half of those are unfinished. And I go back sometimes and I'll just be like, yo, this, this, this is a good thing I didn't finish or I should have finished this. And the, ar- the SoundCloud archive, most of the stuff on there is finished. And it's like stuff that I would, I would, I'm thinking about like, maybe I have an alter ego or something like that. And I'll just put stuff over there. But it's like it's things that don't feel right or on with the cohesiveness of what like my main vision is. And the stuff I make for fun, like, because a musician is supposed to love all music, not just stick to one thing and to broaden a scope or broaden a horizon is uh, is very important mm-hmm. to me. Since I started out making drill music, my, that's my first song in 20... I think it was November, yeah. My first song was a drill song. Posted that on TikTok. But the first song that I released was Runaway, which was totally different. It was like nothing I had ever even heard before. Like I was not into slow music at all. And then I dropped Runaway. So it's really weird. I guess with with that in mind and with other things that don't feel like they fit your project, your persona, mm-hmm. would you have an interest in producing for others and selling your tracks to, to other artists? Most definitely, yeah. I'm working on learning FO Studios in Ableton and then maybe even writing for other people as well with uh, just the lyricism. There's no, there's no words you can't say. There's like no lyrics that haven't been, like that have been used is what I'm trying to say. So it's really unlimited. So I'm willing to, to work on or work for yeah, it's definitely a possibility. 100%. Um, I, I would love to know whether, because as, as I've said, the track is going cr- crazy. I feel like people can't get enough of it. It's getting quite a bit of attention down here in Australia. Um, it was recently added to full rotation at our most popular like alternative youth network or radio station, if you will. So, oh, wow. It's, yeah, it's doing very well down here in Australia. Um, firstly, I guess I'd like to know whether you're going to go on tour and take these songs on the road for people to see. And then I guess as a second part of that, will us down here in Australia get to see you as well? I would love for everything you just said to happen. <laughs> I would love for that to happen. Uh, do I want it to? 100%. Yes. Yes. Well, please, when when that time does come, please let us know. We'll make sure you're looked after here in Australia. We'll make sure everyone kind of shows you the, the best spots to go to. Of course, Australia is like the music hub for the, the music that I resonate with the most. So I love you guys, man. Are you able to share with us some of those, uh, some of those music, some of the music from Australia that does resonate with you? Uh, isn't, what's, what's, uh, what's the band's name? There's an underground band. Do you know who Rome Hero Fox is? No. Check them out. I think they're Australian and they have that sound. Okay. So Rome Hero Foxes for sure. <laughs> we'll definitely have a look uh, for that one. Um, usually we would ask, this kind of ties in, usually we would ask our guest, um, David, what they're currently listening to. Is there anything at the moment that is currently on high rotation for yourself? Yes. 
Matilda Mann, Laufey, and Sleeping with Sirens. That's my top three right now. Top three. Beautiful choices. I'm I'm going to make an assumption here. Um were the first two because you saw them touring together? No, I thought I, I see was listening to Lofi once he's off that album. And then I heard about Matilda Man. I don't know, I think it was on a Spotify radio or something like that. And then I found out that they knew each other and were on tour off Instagram. And I followed them both instantly. So, yeah. We had uh, Lofi on the podcast last year. Incredible talent. So, really? incredible choice. And Matilda and Sleeping, both very solid choices as well. Um, David, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I do appreciate it. And congratulations on Romantic Homicide. And please, as we said, yell out when you come to Australia. We'll make sure you looked after. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. It was an honor. that's our show a massive thank you to david for his time both romantic homicide and here with me are out now and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream his music we also want to give a huge shout out to adam at thinking loud for helping out with today's interview if you like this show please subscribe wherever you get your pods stay up to date when new episodes are released release new shows each wednesday and friday morning we now have a patreon which you can find within the show notes of this episode you can follow the player's profile on Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.